And when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. It's showtime. This is the Bold Nonsense Podcast. We might as well have a good time. drop-in money and broadcast school has really paid off at still smooth productions <laughs> oh big golf huh all right well see you later and the man you know as the smartest idiot in the world i think cerveza in a can is probably the greatest invention besides yoga pants and chipotle at st bales Welcome in. This is Bold Nonsense. You're the senseless, and we are the people who do the bold nonsensing around here. The red light is on. Red light means stop thinking. Get a little senseless with us. I mean, turn the dial down, but not all the way off. Because then, like, what are we even doing if it's off? We're, nothing. We're speaking to a bunch of brick walls, and we don't like that. We have to talk to you, so keep it on a little bit. But just throw it in neutral. For the next hour-ish. It is 9-25-2020. That is September 25th of the year 2020. You're at correct. Walt Disney. You're correct. And uh, it's episode 128. 128. That's a lot of episodes, man. Honestly, pretty proud of us. Pretty proud. Pretty proud. Um, the people who... Pretty proud of you. I... I've missed a lot of episodes. You've you've made every single episode. Well, you are liter- literally on every single episode. I don't know. No, no, no. I think I've missed two or three. Oh, oh! I remember doing one with Bale back in the day. I think you and Bale. You, I think. <laughs> have you done? I think you've done one by yourself, haven't you? I might have done a solo episode. I think you and I are the only ones to do solos. You a and Bale, Bale solo episode would be some treasure. That would be. That'd be a train off the off the rail we, railway. We, we will never know. We will never know. Um, but you and Bales have done one, so that's at least two that I missed. I think I missed like three. Gotcha. Um, what a slacker! I know. Just you know, I don't know. I don't know what our our vacation or our benefits package is like. You would have to tell me. Unlimited PTO. Wow. That's the that's the new wave. That's the new HR wave. We were we were way ahead of the way ahead on that. Yeah, we said that. We were one. We were way ahead of, on that, and working from home. Oh, boom, baby! We're just a progressive company here. <laughs> I love it. Come work for us. Come our work interns for us. Give us Come work our for interns us. will give us rave reviews. Do not listen to Shannon. <laughs> She's a li- known liar. That Shannon. Known liar. Anyway, the the people who bring you this every, every week are well. It's us two. It's it's myself at Walt Disney, happiest host on earth. You yeah. took journalism. Yeah. Get out of here. Like I said, uh, missed like three or four of these things, but hey, that's a pretty good percentage, and I'll take it. And I thank you all for being back with us again. And the man who's missed significantly more than that, but he graces <laughs> his pre- he graces his presence. More often than not, and we love it every time that he does, is the man that's looking at my face, and I'm looking at his face right now. He is. At Still Smooth. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubblegum. And let me tell you, at Walsh Disney, out of all, let's just say, 120 introductions, I don't know how many you've given me, but that was my all-time favorite. That was the best one. That we might just have to clip clip that just intro. <laughs> I love it. I'm pretty um, soon, I mean, eventually we got to get a new intro. I love it. I love it. Yeah, that's true. Same song, it. same vibe. Different intro. Updated intro. Updated. Intro. Um, but what I do every week on this podcast is give you on this date significant 
happenings on this date. And on this date, September 25th, back in 1934, I'm just going to give you a little stat. And I want you to think about it and let it sit in and think about how crazy this is. 1934, Lou Gehrig plays in his 1500th consecutive game. Does that even happen anymore? Like, I feel like injuries are all over the place. No one ever makes it 15, in any sport, 1500 games. That's incredible. 1500 is, it's a, it's a disgusting number. Dude, that is insane. That's. I wonder how many seasons that is. So I, would you like to know? Oh, hit it's it. It's the same wavelength right there because I just hit did, it, baby. Just that's did, why, dude. That's why we're co-hosts. Just did the math. So fifteen hundred divided by, and that's playing the hundred and sixty-two games that they play now. Okay. It would be nine and like a quarter <laughs> seasons. Oh my gosh! He almost played ten full-on straight seasons without missing a game. That that could be a career. That's a lot of people's careers. That's Nine, like a lot more seasons. than most people's careers. Yeah, that is crazy. That yeah, uh, yeah, very truly. The, that is the that is bold and nonsense. Good on him. Nonsense for most people. Bold for him. Yes, sir. Um. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay, with that, that's that's the intro. Let's just get on right into the the show proper with random thoughts. Don't worry. I'm not gonna do what everyone thinks I'm gonna do. Flip out, man. No, I'm saying. Well, I'm awake and I speak English, so yeah, I do know what you're saying. I'm in a brainstorm session. I think I just. Yeah. I just had an idea. Isn't that beer? Okay. Uh, random thoughts. I've got I've got one that just like occurred to me today, but it doesn't. It's not the best one. Hit me. Okay. I'm down for whatever. Okay. Um, you don't have any? I do not. Okay. So we'll just we'll roll with this one, then we'll, we'll get on moving. Are you... What kind of driver would animals say that you are? Have you ever had any run-ins with them in your car? Basically what I'm asking you is, have you ever killed an animal with your car? No, I have not. Really? No animals, maybe <clears throat> some bugs on some long road trips. <laughs> yeah, I don't. That one's kind of hard to avoid. I, I think but, you would uh, be much. Well, I don't think you'd have a license anymore if you were trying to avoid all the bugs on the road. Yeah. You know the. You, you ever seen that movie? Uh, Rango. Is that the lizard movie? Yeah. I've you never know seen when they it, are. But I know what it is. Oh, dang. Well, an armadillo gets run over in the middle of the dang. desert freeway, like the first scene. And I'm like, oh, damn, like people <clears throat> just do that, you know? Yeah. But Just people just do that. <laughs> but uh, I'm guessing you have Walt Disney. Worst thing. First one today. Oh, what the? First what? one today. No. Yep. I I have been driving for like fourteen years now. Never hit anything. I've always been able to avoid it. But today, little squirrel man. Oh just, no. Yep. I, I was going on kind of like a you know old highway. So going yeah pretty, going pretty fast, but that's the speed limit, right? At work, in, Where my you work going the speed limit? in my work truck, I was going the speed limit. Actually, under the speed limit. You know how it oh, is. Wow. In a, you know how it is in a work truck. Yeah. Oh yeah. You true. don't necessarily true. you know step on the yeah. pedal try to get from. You don't. You don't open her up. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's uh stick our time. You this know? is my job. Yeah. yeah. This is my job. This is my job. Also, don't want to get a ticket. Also. Yeah. Um, why rush? No, I hurry to do work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the more the faster I get there, the faster I got to do something else. Yeah, Might exactly. as well take my time. All signs point to slow driving, so I believe yeah. you now. Yes. Um, and it just could not be avoided. He sprinted out right in front, like right between the tires. And I, I tried to go with the move of get him, uh, in, between, get him in between the tires, you know? So he yep, just go, yep. he, you know, he's, he goes right under. Classic, classic He just movie. gets a quick haircut, yeah. Yep, classic movie move. Um, but he did not stay in the same spot. He tried, he tried to run it back. 
and it didn't work. Did you feel it? And oh. I, I did. It's, it's oh, terrible. No. It's awful. And I was like, oh, oh, dang. Like, I didn't, I did everything I could, so I didn't let, me br- let it bring me down or anything, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I, I, did, I didn't feel good about it. And I know there's those, those wackos out there that they try and run them over. Oh, I know. I don't like that. It's like a game. It's like, why? What are you doing? Yeah. That's a little too senseless. If you're yeah. doing that kind of stuff, we need you to turn up the senseless meter. Turn it up. That that's yeah. That's like the uh, yeah. That's not good. Yeah, but it was rough. That was a long streak, and I was very proud of that streak because I feel like a lot of people have hit things. Yeah, now that I you would, tell yeah. me you have it, now I'm questioning in my head how many people actually have. But yeah, I don't know. I'd be uh, I'd be interested to hear what the uh, captain says. Maybe yeah. it's senseless. If you have hit or not hit anything, let us know. Let us know which side of the. Uh, humane meter you're on wow <laughs> i don't think it's one or the other once you hit one you're done one and done man one for every one for every 13 14 years is pretty good one is too many <laughs> thanks <Pia. laughs> Jeez. i just came out confessing my soul and you're attacking me now i don't yeah, like it your- let's move to trivia <laughs> Gonna make that your final answer? You think you're pretty smart, don't you, Trebek? Welcome to Trivia, where I will bring you last week's trivia question, which um, reads like this. Who was Port- the Portland Trailblazers' first ever draft choice? You've had a week to answer it, and I hope you got this one right. For all you senseless members who answered Jeff Petrie from Princeton, you are correct. He ended up being the Rookie of the Year as well as a two-time All-Star. So, Jeff Petrie, you are the correct answer. Welcome to the Bull Nonsense Podcast. If, if you're listening out there. <laughs> this week's question goes like this. Which two NFL teams played in the highest combined scoring Monday night football game? One more time for you. Which two NFL teams... Played in the highest combined scoring Monday night football game. Great question. Fantastic question. Yeah. Sometimes you strike gold. Okay. Find that out on 129. Find out the news of the week right here, right now. Right here. I've just been handed an urgent news story. And I need all of you. To stop what you're doing and listen. This is the fucking news. News, 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 news. We're news too. Only news told much later. See the game last night? Which game? Any of them. Passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. Fantastic. I am so sorry. Someone put the story in all capital letters and I, I thought I was supposed to yell it. Starting in the NFL. Uh, let's get this out of the way. Devontae Freeman signed with the Giants after the Saquon Barkley injury. It's a one-year, $3 million deal. Um, I don't know. He was available for a reason? Yeah, he's, uh, man, he's, he's on, his leg have, his legs have seen some wear. Yeah. Good for him for being in the league, yeah. Coming from the Falcons, lots of lower leg injuries, especially in the last couple of years. And you just, yeah. last year you just kind of didn't he didn't have it. He didn't have any pop. So yeah. we'll see what he does with the Giants. Maybe he pulls. He brings a David, some knowledge. Maybe he pulls a David Johnson. Last maybe. last year, David Johnson didn't show any pop, and this year he's kind of got it back. So maybe True. maybe that happens for Devontae Freeman. True, but they're bad either way. Um, we'll talk more about that later. Tease, boom, did it, professional. How about uh, coaches? How do you feel? I just want to know how you feel about this. Coaches getting fined hundreds of thousands of dollars, 115, that kind of stuff, for mask violations. So basically, if they're... John Gruden. Gruden, Pete Carroll, John Harbaugh, some other people. Uh, The old, basically. No, because they were seeing me on this, too. I just can't remember who they were. Um, Um, I I mean, I get it. Rule, I think. The so from my from my perspective, the NFL has to do that. Like 
Yeah, it's a it's a ton of money, but yes, but the thing is, like they they could be. They were obviously all gung ho about starting this season, you know, no matter what happened, and you know, thank goodness, you know, no spikes have happened or anything like that. But I think this is them telling the American public, like, hey, the NFL is taking this serious, and it's not just uh, we're not just meatheads, you know, that are just going to play okay. football and pretend. But we already know that. The people who are looking for, oh, that coach's mask was down for four seconds, that he was in a shot, are the people who already hate the NFL. Yeah. What I'm saying is, this is like $115,000 basically coaching that week for free. And for the mask, like, falling down for a little bit, they've, they've been doing a pretty good job of bringing it back up. When we already know that they're tested every single day, and to be there, they're, they have to test negative. Mm-hmm. And so for it to be down for them to talk on a mic, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Like, for me, this is just, this, the fine is too high for the fact that everyone knows it's just PR. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you, but at the same time, I'm 100% positive that every coaching staff has had it drilled into their head via memos, via their bosses, via constant NFL like training videos that if you will be required to wear a mask, and if you do not wear a mask, this will be this will happen. It's not like you can't no. just surprise them with a hundred thousand dollar you know fine. It's like they know about this stuff. They chose not to do it though. But I don't think okay when you get into the comp- there's a reason you're not asking the players to wear a mask because once you get into the competition. It's, they're not, like, that mindset changes. Now they're not worried about, oh, my mask is fall, has fallen down. I got to put it right back up because it has to be on 100% of the time when I'm on the sideline. Like, I think if it's on 90% of the time, which it has been, let's chill out a little bit. Like, it's like every time they get caught on camera, it's like, well, there's $100,000, but sorry, it just happened to fall down right then. That. Blame Fox at this point. I don't know. Yeah. But it's it just seems like let's chill out on the fine when we know that everyone is doing a really good job. Like the the test results are 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 like public. They're making those public, so we know where they're doing a really good job there. They're doing a really good job. Even in game, like I said, ninety percent of the time it's on and they're not no one's even around the head coach. No one even like he's not talking to them personally. It's through a microphone. Like, it's through a headset. So, yeah. I, I I get why they're doing it. I get that they know they're supposed to be doing it. But there's a competition thing that I think people overlook and say, well, they're on the sideline. They're not actually playing. So, they're really not in competition. Yes, they are. That is their livelihood. That is what they're focused on. And I, I, I don't even say, like, oh, they shouldn't have to wear masks. I'm just saying $100,000? We can't make it, like... 25 50 Seems Yeah, the NFL, the NFL is starving for money, dude. They need it. They need to <laughs> gain some income somewhere. They're oh. selling tickets. Just... <laughs> yeah. I guess. But yeah, I hear what you're saying. Okay. Um, let's move on to another ridiculous story. I'm sure most of you have heard about this. We've got to give our two cents. The doctor, I'm sure most of you have texted Bales about this. Should have gotten a message from him. <laughs> too little, too late. Um, the doctor that punctured Tyrod Taylor's lung. I'm sure you know how Dumped this happened. Down. Cracked ribs, trying to put the numbing, the local numbing agent with the needle in the ribs, went too far, punctured the lung. Collapsed the lung, rushed to the hospital. Justin Herbert rushes to the to under center. It's wild stuff. It is nuts. And good for him for stepping up, like, and just having the nar- the nards just to lay it all out and just ball out, you know? Herbert. Throw one pick, but, yeah. Throw one pick, yeah. but, hey, I'm glad you're trying, you know? He like, knocked a man's soul back to Belzebub. Like, he destroyed mm-hmm. a person. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. He has a good debut, but you got to feel terrible for Tyrod. Yeah, 
You gotta feel like every, every good guy. I understand that people don't love watching him play, and I don't even think elite. He's not a Super Bowl winner. He's not an AFC title winner, ever. He might get you there. He's not gonna win it. But he's a great guy. Everyone says so. So you gotta you gotta feel bad for him. You gotta feel bad for the doctor. Like this guy didn't get into the medical Lawsuit. profession to start puncturing lungs. You know what I mean? He probably had Justin Herbert on his bench. <laughs> He's probably playing fantasy football. Damn! That is... Conspiracy theory. (laughs) Tinfoil hat guy! He's back. He's back and we missed him. Uh, Yeah, potential lawsuits, man. That's what... Some of the things I've heard is that, yes, he could get sued. And one of the things I heard is that the... Like, almost definitely, once Tyrod gets healthy again, they'll start him. Because if they don't, then he could sue... Because that's the Chargers team doctor, and an in, lot, uh, off the field injury would lead to a loss of job and a loss, and that would clearly be like a detriment to money earned. Yeah. So he could. So the so that's what I, one of the things I heard is like definitely look for Tyrod to start that and then be sense. replaced. Jeez. That. But I mean, e- either way, I've heard rumblings that they could get a lawsuit going. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know how all that works, waiver-wise and stuff. We'll see. Sad story. Uh, last story in the NFL, sad story. Gail Sayers has died at the age of 77. Um, for those of you who don't know Gail Sayers, Hall of Famer. Um, played kind of like 60s, 70s era, that kind of thing. Um, and actually what shortened his career was something that now... Like today would not shorten his career. It was an, like an ACL knee injury type, and the medical you know profession wasn't to the point where they could just fix that and people could come back. So he got one of those, and it shortened his career. If not everyone, if if he, that didn't happen, you would know who this is. Like he, wow, he's not a household name. I wouldn't say at this point, um, but if he hadn't gotten hurt and shortened his career, he would be. Um, so. Just he he was the guy who plays run who played running back and he was a return man that kind of stuff. He played football like they play it today, like he was Alvin Kamara in McCaffrey. Fifty like forty years ago, just a, an absolute speed demon. Yeah, and he had six touchdowns in one game, um, like multiple rushing, receiving, and a punt return. <laughs> I mean, he was That's crazy. Amazing. He was just amazing, and, and and from all accounts, he was a great, great guy, and kept being kind of an ambassador for football after his career was over, and uh, an ambassador in his community. So, uh, cool. football legend, we have we have uh, lost. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Definitely. NBA news: Billy Donovan has been named the next head coach of the Bulls. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Good luck to Billy Donovan. Good luck to the Bulls. <laughs> Good luck to both. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel Holy. like Billy Donovan's kind of gotten a bad rap. I don't hate him. He's not. I don't. Uh, okay. I feel like he's I been shackled for his whole NBA career. He's not a bad coach. He's not going to take. He's not going to take you. Take you to the promised land. You know. I just. I, I'm wondering if he's more of a Brad Stevens. That. No. That not. I'm not saying he's as good as Brad oh, Stevens. Oh, okay. You scared come, me, dude. He comes from. He comes from the college ranks, and is he better with the not without having a Russell Westbrook to distract from everything? Is he better? Mm. Like just like Brad Stevens didn't work with Kyrie. Brad Stevens works with guys that are into the team, like Kemba and those and, and Jason Tatum and all of them. Is Billy Donovan the same way? And has he the not non-winners? As he, the non-winners. Wow. <laughs> I, I said that just piece. to see your face, and I love that expression. I wish <laughs> this was a video. <laughs> you piece of shit. Uh, anyway, the Bulls kind of strike me as that organization. So we'll see. Fuck <laughs> you. What do you think? So you, uh, you obviously ate it. Um, I don't love it. I mean, they needed a coach, right? And Billy Donovan needed a job. So 
it works in that sense, but I don't, I don't see them improving. I don't, I don't see this being, yeah, very exciting. Like I said, I mean, we'll see. You're not a big coach guy. You hate almost all the coaches. Mm. Yeah, not yeah, yeah, yeah. Pop or bust. Gee, woof. woof. All right, where are they? Where are the Spurs? Uh, pre- hey, prepping for the uh, draft. Hmm. Mm, and vacation the draft. Got it. The resurgence. Got it. The resurgence. Oh, okay. Uh, let's talk a little bit of the playoffs. Mostly just want to talk about, uh, I mean, we can probably jump to how the Heat and Lakers are going to go. Because uh, they're both up 3-1. I love it. I love this Heat. Last time, we, last time we said something like that, though, the Clippers saw a picture of Bali and were like, that looks a lot better than this same hotel room I've been in for a couple months. I think we're just going to toss it in. Yeah. Nuggets, you ML. can go lose to the Lakers. <laughs> you have fun with it. Yeah, so I don't want to speak too soon because I definitely have done that like twice already for this NBA playoffs. Did you watch that game last night though? Jamal Murray just broke, absolutely broke. He He's just snapped, dude. He went off. Oh, I was trying. I was like, did, like fighting people. Like, how do you broke? Oh and no! Snapped yeah, are, are also dude, two words for losing. He was unreal. Stuff. Yes, unreal. Yes, he definitely was, um, but still couldn't get it done. Yeah. Classic Nuggets. Hate to see it. Close but no cigar. Um, okay, but yeah, we'll talk about more. About that Miami and the Lakers series when it's official. Instead, we move to college football. Um, just a note, a bunch of games this weekend have been postponed and rescheduled or canceled altogether. <laughs> uh, a bunch of them. Like, a lot of them. We knew this was coming. We've seen it in exactly. baseball. If anybody starts to give you, like, the, see, it doesn't work, just tell them to shut up. Uh, because baseball does. Baseball's worked. Everyone thought baseball was never going to make it. Everyone overreacted, and baseball's fine. In terms of they're still playing. <laughs> I won't say anything else but about that. Um, but yes, it's been. It, it'll be fine. There's these college kids. It's going to happen. I actually think that they were probably too cautious, and they could have probably played some of these games. I think it's a, a lot of it is comes to the contact tracing that isn't as yeah. efficient in college as it is, like say in the NFL. Um, so they tend to be more cautious and take less chances and and do things where they do less of like you've got it, boom, you're gone. Test the people that we know have been near him. If they're good, we're good. You know, they're yep. more of like you've got it. These people might have it. We'll probably test them later, but we don't have enough time, so we're just going to call it. Yes. That's, that's the college, and that's probably what happened this weekend. Uh, how about the Pac-12? The Pac-12's back. It made a bunch of news. Oh, wait, no well. one talked about it. Not one person <laughs> cared. Uh, the Pac-12 is set to play a seven-game schedule starting in November. Would you like to tell the people what I'm doing? Money. Money. This is all money. A seven-game schedule. Yeah, just this. No one wants to do this. November. Just doing it to, you got to go November to the college playoff. Like this is. This is the most. This is so it's Pac-12. A, it's reactionary, man. It's, it's so you Pac-12. have to do it because you can't be the only one not doing it. Yeah. Oh well, you know we have football. Most of us don't. Most of us are too highbrow to even want football, but we have football. And people want to see it, but... Um, so here's a seven-game schedule for you because it makes us money, even though we know seven games isn't going to be nearly good enough. None of us are going to make the, the college football playoff. And we don't really care if, if they do or not. We just want to make sure we don't miss out on those revenues. Early mail-in. Classic Pac-12 with the... Pa- Classic West Coast with the passive-aggressive... Wait way too long because we don't actually want to do this, but we're being forced, so we ruin chances of it actually meaning anything to send a veiled message. A hundred percent. Woof! That's that's the news. That's it. We're going to end on that. We're going to end <laughs> the news on that and get to something that is much brighter, much more fun, much less frustrating, 
sometimes. We call that thing one thing and a winner. I only got one thing to say to you. Who do you think you are? I am. You had one job. Just the one. Because I win. This is bullshit. So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Just one thing. You stick to that and everything else don't mean shit. I hope I win. One thing and a winner. And of course, we have to start every week with the previous week. Gotta recap. Get those results this week to week results. So here we go. Bales at St. Bales. Last week, solid outing, 13-3. and That's pretty well done. Smooth, yourself, 13-3 and as well. Love it. Again, I'll join him. Pretty well done. Um, after a rough week one, pulled, pulled my stuff together and had to, had to answer, and I came out with a 15-1. and uh, we, just talked, we just talked about this off-pod, but I, I had a bad feeling about that Saints-Raiders game uh, post-picking it. And, you know, didn't want to be a flip-flopper, so I stuck with it. And that was, yep, that was it. That was my one loss. And I don't, I was kind of excited because I don't think any of us have ever gone 16-0 in a week. No, I don't think so. I was trying to break that mark. And I had bad feelings going into the Monday Nighter with the Saints and the Raiders. And by the second quarter, I was like, yeah, this one's over. See ya. See ya. Uh, And then the captain, captain, we said, hey, this game will humble you. Went fourteen and two. And now he goes ten and six. That's kind of where we all stay. You know, I'm not going to go fifteen and one probably the rest of the season, but that's you know you end up kind of in that area. And if you, if you can avoid the ten and sixes, and maybe snag a fifteener every once in a while, and be within that eleven to fourteen range, we're all going to be sitting pretty. Yes, sir. So, to that end, let's get into this week. Not a good start for the crew. Not a good start for the crew. The Thursday night football game between the Miami Dolphins and the Jacksonville Jaguars. We all took the Jacksonville Jaguars, and then the Jacksonville Jaguars decided not to show up. Instead, took a deuce. It took a deuce. Instead, the one man that needed to show up, and we thought might show up, even tweeted about it, did show up. It was Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yes, sir. You know. Uh, I just tweet. I after we picked the game, I put it out there on the IG story. Here's our picks, and by the end of the day, I had to tweet before the game and say, "Don't necessarily feel great about it," because it just had the feeling of a Fitz Magic game. Yeah. And I kept feeling it, and I felt worse and worse and worse about the pick. And then I had to tweet it out and be like, "You know what? I I don't feel good about it, but if you're gonna go down with a ship." If you're gonna if you're gonna sink with the Titanic, that Titanic better be Gardner Minshew because there's no there like, there's no more fun ship to go down with. Exactly. So ha- had to do that. Um, in terms of the game, what do you think? Too much teal. <laughs> that Too much is, teal, not enough excitement. That is you didn't you don't like the you don't like those 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 looks, huh? No, I really don't. I and have... and the thing is, uh, it just it, there was a lot more points scored than I thought. But yeah. It just it was an okay game. If it was going to be that, yes, it was. It was an okay game that was in the, the problem. The issue always is when a team just takes control so early, and it was. I feel like everyone yeah. was kind of feeling the way we were feeling, which is like we want to roll with the Jags, but it feels like that kind of game where Ryan Fitzpatrick just has it, and then on the first drive, you were like, "Yep, it's exactly what we thought it was going to be," and this game's over already. They are who we th- they thought we were, you yeah, know, or whatever. Exactly, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> I don't think that was the quote. I think that's no, that's the, not at all. Yeah, uh, I got the words in the incorrect in a, order. In, in a order, in an order, in, in some order. It yeah. wasn't the order. Yeah. Um, in terms of the game, yeah, I just 
One, throwing up that left tackle from the Jags by the official was just one of the softest things I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, if you're going to jump on top of a pile and don't like it when massive people don't want to be laid on anymore, you, you might want to find a different profession. Yeah. Um, all I'm going to say there. After that, it was pretty much game. Thought that. You know, Fitzpatrick had it. Uh, and then the last thing I want to say is... Don't listen to people like Steve Smith. This is so classic. Steve Smith, Steve Smith Sr., former wide receiver, probably a future Hall of Famer. He's terrible at his job. Frankly, don't know why he has it. Uh, He's awful at the thing that he does, which is analyzing football. Unless it's receivers, I wish they would just skip the part where he talks about anything else. If he talks receivers, go ahead and listen. If he talks anything else, go ahead and shut that shit down because he's yeah. dumb. Yes, last night after the game, of course, naturally, once, because he's a sixth-round pick or whatever he is, once things go a little bit bad in Jacksonville, it's always Gardner Minshew's fault because he's not a first-round pick. So classic, so lazy from the guy, and we knew it was going to happen because, again, like I said, he's terrible at his job. He said that he was terrible at reading zone. Actually, the issue is that they were playing zone. The Dolphins were, were a man-to-man defense the first two weeks, and that's what bad teams do is they assume the team is going to come in and do the same thing. Jay Gruden obviously did that. Then they played zone. They didn't have any answers. You could tell the whole night they were running man-beater concepts against zone defense, and that's why everyone was covered. There were no holes to throw to. And then to blame it on Gardner Minshew, that kind of stuff just makes me so mad. Like, watch the game, do some research, listen to people, and realize that's not Gardner's fault. Like, why does it always have to be take the pot shots at, at this guy? I don't know. Just bother me. Makes me downright sick. Bother me, man. It, it <laughs> eats me up a little bit. Yeah, I can't sleep at night. Gets me fired I up. Really, really crappy last night. I was been, I've been waiting all day to roast Steve Smith <laughs> Senior on this little podcast that could. And it feels so good. It feels so good. Now, now I can sleep. <laughs> and now we can move on and talk about the games that are upcoming. Now that we have reacted to Thursday night football, and let's talk about those games starting with. The Houston Texans at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Bales is the only holdout going with the Houston Texans. Um, I don't know why. Sorry, that's a loss. Yeah. I don't know what he's seeing, but it's probably not going to happen. What potential? Yeah, the, offensive no, line, the offensive line, pretty bad. The Pittsburgh Steelers pass rush, really good. Got a stat, but I'll save that. Before we talk about the Panthers, because it's pretty funny. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Where do the rest of us are going with the Steelers? They're playing well. They're pretty stacked. The offensive line is getting healthy. James Conner's getting healthy. I don't know. Just That Claypool kid's looking nice. Isn't he a Notre Dame guy? He's a Notre Dame guy. Free yeah. athlete. Now that he's got a real NFL offense around him and a real Hall of Fame quarterback, he's, his potential is meeting, or his play is meeting his potential. Yeah, I like him a lot. Me too. James, James Claypool? Chase. Chase. Yeah. Not James. CC's. Nice. Uh, the next game, the Los Angeles Rams at the Buffalo Bills. You have taken the Bills along with Bales and the captain. Would you like to explain or give your reasoning why you got Bills over Rams? The growth of Josh Allen, the productive, even though... They lost their running back, Zach Moss. I think they still. it's going to be a uh, Devin Singletary week. He's a serviceable back uh, that I think he can uh, hold a uh, majority of the um, carries. Um, so I feel good there. Uh, I just like I like the Josh Allen that I'm seeing. He's, he's mechanically better this year, and he's throwing more accurate passes. Um, and I just want to see where his uh, – his um, arm takes him in week three. I also like the Bills' defense, uh, run defense, um, against this uh, Los Angeles Rams um, run game. Um, but, yeah, I'll turn it over to you about why you are the loner taking the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't love it. This is kind of a flyer pick for me. To be, to, you know, to be honest, I, you can with, change it, man. You can change it right I, now. I will not. The reason I took the Rams <laughs> is because um, the uh, multiple Bills linebackers are questionable. So I'm kind of mm. taking the route that they will not play. Um, we do this too early to actually know for sure whether they will or not. But I'm going to go with they don't play, and I think that opens up not only the stretch zone game, but the middle of the field for their play-action pass game. And I, I don't love the Rams' defense at all, so I'm just going with a, a decently high-scoring game here that the Rams end up with the last possession on and kick a field goal for the win. Okay. 49ers at the New York Giants. we got a split here. I will let you talk on the 49ers side for the captain and yourself. I don't even know what I'm really going to say. It, this is just a, a no-nonsense game. This is the Giants ugliest game of this week. Uh, San Francisco's backup quarterback, whose name is escaping me, is starting, I believe, correct? Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins. Which is, you know, no nonsense Mullins. You know, he you get nothing, but he's just like a, a stale cracker, just gives you no flavor. You know? He's played he a, a good no amount spice. of games in his career and done well. Yeah, but um, so we'll see where that goes. Uh, New York Giants obviously uh, negatively, negatively, excuse me, affected by the loss of their star franchise uh, running back Saquon Barkley, um, and I do not trust. Uh, sir, whatever his name is, behind uh, center, the Duke boy, <laughs> Daniel, Daniel Jones. Jones. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go ahead uh talk for Bales and myself, who took the Giants in this one. I was just trying to, with all the injuries on both sides, really, I was trying to, trying to figure everything out, and I was like, in my head, I'm thinking, can Kyle Shanahan really make a new offense and game, style game plan in one week with all these new pieces. He doesn't have his quarterback. He doesn't have the Kittle. No Kittle. First two running backs. Receivers. Multitude receivers. I mean, they're gone. I was just like, yeah. plus the, the the injuries on their defensive side of the ball. And I was thinking the Giants are a little bit more healthy on the defensive side, although the players are much worse. But they've got their quarterback. Is that the stability that flips the game? Just having your quarterback that's been there for a little while. So, I don't... I, I, the Giants are a much worse team, but is it just like they're the perfect storm where they're gotcha. getting the Niners team that doesn't even want to play on the field that they're playing on? So, mm-hmm. I took the Giants. Bengals at Eagles. This is a wild one. We all took the Bengals. Clean sweep. Four for the Bengals. And Joey Burrow against the Eagles, who have been playing terribly, but uh, absolutely terrible. This almost guarantees that the Eagles are going to win. <laughs> yeah, this screams Eagle cover. <laughs> yeah, it really does. Um, I for me, I just had, you know I wanted to be bold, and another another this is another frustration. Another frustrated Disney coming at you. Doug Peterson. What are we doing here? Yuck. And why does everyone always blame Carson Wentz? Why is it always the quarterback's fault? Especially in Philly. I just don't understand. Like, you're not seeing this? Your Red team hair, sucks. <laughs> and you're, it's, it's all his fault? Yeah, he's not playing great. But it's not all his fault. The Eagle... Like, Doug Peterson is... You know who he is? He's Jason Garrett. He makes zero adjustments. He doesn't actually have a very good offense. He just relies on the talent, and that's what he got. He got a he got an amazing team that Howie Roseman gave him. They won a Super Bowl, and now he's been riding those coattails for years. He's not an actually good coach. He just had great assistance. You know how you and I know that for a fact, and I know he knows that for a fact because he brought in this year. He went out and got. 12 offensive assistants. 12 assistants on one side of the ball. To put that into perspective, the Patriots only have 17 coaches total. The Patriots have 17. The Eagles have 12 <coughs> just on offense. That means Doug Peterson knows, 
I don't know what I'm doing. Hope one of these guys does. <laughs> and then to compound that, he's so stubborn. In in any time you, you like question him or be like, your offense isn't that good. He gets so stubborn about it that he won't make any changes. And he just tells Wentz to be better, which doesn't help anyone. And then everyone in Philly is like, yeah, it's just Wentz dude's fault. It's not. Another wasted career. Down the drain. Bring back Andy. <laughs> but gotta love Joe Burrow. Gotta love Mason Burrow. Yep. Again, I'll go down with that chip. I will go down with this Yes. 100%. And apparently, you'll all go down if it goes down with me in that chip. <laughs> Let's move on to Smooth Raiders against the yeah. Patriots. They are going to New England, to the Patriots building. We have another split here. Smooth and the captain take the Raiders. Bales and myself take the Patriots. Go ahead. Talk on your beloved Raiders. Uh, even though I believe Ruggs and uh, Waller are questionable for this week, um, we're just I'm just riding the hot, <clears throat> riding the hot hand. The Raiders are looking really good. Um, huge, huge win on Monday night. Um, so they are coming off of a short week. A uh, little nervous going up against a Bill Belichick uh, defense, but um, I just think that the uh, the Raiders' defense can hopefully hold Cam enough to slip away with a close win. Yeah, I mean, the Raiders have been playing playing well, I mean, especially offensively all year. Um, I think the defense was kind of fool's gold last week. Um, looked a lot better than it actually is. Just the, the opponent that they were playing in the matchup. Uh, I think this week they struggle a lot more with um, the discipline. If anybody's going to manipulate you and if you have bad discipline, which the Raiders do defensively, the Bill Belichick will find it. Josh McDaniels will find it, and they'll take advantage of it. I think that's what happens this week. And I don't know. I just don't see the Patriots losing two in a row. Yeah. So how I about do. you do? Yeah, well, well yeah, I <laughs> see that by your pick. The Tennessee Titans at the Minnesota Vikings. The lo- don't sleep on the Vikings. You do you not sleep hey, on the you've Vikings. been well known to love Kirk Cousins on here. That's your guy, Kirkers. Kirkers. Your guy. If I die, I die. <laughs> Great. How can you not get behind that? Um, oh, I, I love this. I think Dalvin. You oh, love that. Once. I love that. Uh, I'll, I'll take I'll take this. Uh, it's the Tennessee Titans at the Minnesota Vikings this week. Bales, the captain, and Disney all take the wrong team, the Tennessee Titans. Oh, so sad. Um at Walt Disney, I'll let you go and uh, describe why you uh, are on this side of the fence. Uh, the Vikings secondary is atrocious. Their pass rush is pretty bad too, and the linebackers are hanging on, hanging that team, like holding that defense together by a thread. I think the the play action attack of the Titans will confuse the secondary, the Vi- the young secondary, the Vikings. That, that, that's the thing. They're not bad. They're just really young. They haven't seen a bunch of stuff. And they definitely haven't seen Derrick Henry before. So I think they're about to have a rude awakening. Um, fair, fair, and fair. Um, I just like, um, I like Minnesota's rush game to open up big this week just to take a notch up from what I would consider probably two um, not very strong rushing week, so hopefully Dalvin Cook decides to show up with his big boy pants on and, and turn it up for uh, for a nice, smooth victory this week. But, yeah, I like uh, I like the Minnesota Vikings in this matchup. Okay. How about Washington football team at the Cleveland Browns? Bales and the captain take the Washington football team. I'm going to guess that they see the defensive line and see Terry McLaurin um, with – uh, Denzel Ward out for the Browns. They see Terry McLaurin going off. That's what I'm going to guess. However, you and I, we both take the Browns. I think they found something last week a little bit with that run game that can overwhelm really any defensive line if you attack it enough. Plus, 
Uh, don't love the the Washington football team. I don't love their their secondary. It's good. It's not great. And I think the Browns, like I said, I think they found something. I mean, they found a formula. Th- these are games they need to start winning. Agreed. Okay. How about the Bears at the Falcons? Bales, the only one to take the Browns. Or the, excuse me, the only one to take the Bears. Um, my reasoning for taking the, I, I can't even talk. I don't even know why he would do that. Uh, I, this is the, this is all I did for the taking the Falcons. Can you picture the Brown, Jesus, the Bears being 3-0? and No. 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 no, they're not a three and O team. They suck. No, yes, they're they're a they're hiding the fact that they are a well veiled, terrible terrible team. Well veiled. That's that's just what they are. They are they like- are they are right now hiding amongst the good teams like Waldo does in his books. There you go. Find who doesn't belong in this picture. It's the Bears. Panthers at the Chargers. We all took the Chargers. Chargers are playing pretty Chargers are playing pretty well. Justin Herbert seemed to give them some life. The Panthers defense is atrocious. Herbert will have time to throw. Um, and back to the teased stat I had with the Steelers. This is why I know Herbert will have time to throw. This for this season so far. The Panthers have a recorded quarterback pressure. So that's a sack or a hurry. Any putting pressure on any on a, the quarterback at any point. They have three of those this year. To put that into perspective, like I said, I did talk about this with the Steelers. The Steelers pass rush, they have the most, I believe. They have over 70 pressures. So wow. it kind of shows you, that's like a ridiculous <laughs> different side of the spectrum. The Pan- Panthers, no pass rush. Steelers have a good one. Panthers, none. Herbert has enough time to throw, and he makes good passes. There you go. Okay. Jets at Colts. We all took the Colts. We're not talking about, they're not, talk- We're Although, not talking if, about the Jets. If Adam Gase coaches another, not this week, but next week for this football team, I'm going to be so upset for Jets fans. I don't know any Jets fans, but I'm going to be so mad for Jets fans. You know, you know when a coach is toxic to your environment. Pull the plug. There's a difference yeah. between not being the team that fires coaches all the time, just not giving them a chance, and knowing when to pull the plug when you know it's bad. It's going south, yeah. Yeah. There's a difference between seeing your mistakes, the mistakes you've made, and making mistakes by not giving it time. Correct. Know the difference, Jets. Cowboys at Seahawks. Bales took the Cowboys. Bales doing a lot of lone wolf in it today. Um, (laughs) Bales took the Cowboys, uh, which I don't hate. Don't hate. I mean, Cowboys are. That offense is nice, man. Offense is nice. Defense. When they don't fumble, that's true. Do they do they have a fumbling issue right now though? We'll see. Yeah. Of, of, we think that maybe. Actually, I just don't care. Um, for me, it wasn't a, a, at all about the Cowboys. Why I took the Seahawks. For me, it was Jamal Adams. He is like a he is like a, a B vitamin B shot to the arm for that whole team. So good, dude. Yeah. So good. And the Cowboys defense is. Pretty banged up and not good right now. So I think Russell Wilson just, I don't know. It's your job. Does the same thing he's been doing. <laughs> you know, he's trying, he is, he's the body. And Jamal Adams gave him the B shot as well as everyone else. And now he's playing amazing. Perfect. I don't think that holds up. Don't really care. They're going to win. They're going to win. Yeah. Bucks at Broncos. We all took the Bucks. The Broncos are just, they're really banged up right now. Really banged up right now. Bad team. I don't know if they're a bad team. I think they're injured. Mm. There's a difference. Mm. There's a difference. Lions. Speaking of toxic coaches and poison in the locker room, the Lions are at the Cardinals. We all took the Cardinals. Matt Patricia is a, is a goon. He's a, he's a goon and a dummy. 
clown. Actually, he's a very smart person. But he's a terrible football coach. Um, so we all, yeah, we all took the Cardinals. They're playing very well. Packers at Saints. Oh, oh wow! God, why did I do this? <laughs> here's another flip. Here's, here's another. No, I won't. I will not change. I will not be a flip flopper. That's a losing. That is a losing pick if I ever saw one. Yeah, that's rough. Uh, Devonte Adams is is doubtful. Okay, first off, let's start with this. Packers at Saints. Uh, Smooth, Bales, the captain, they all take the Packers. I'm going to go ahead and take the Saints. Um, it's a pretty rough one. <laughs> I don't This is going to be hard <laughs> to explain to myself. Uh, Devontae Adams going to be out. Saints have a good secondary, so there you go. I think the Saints defense will be able to play the run harder because they don't have to worry about a number one receiver out there. Um... Now I'm trying to remember why else that I, I convinced myself. Because <laughs> all I can think of is Rodgers throwing for like 300 yards and doing, doing a suck it sign and me thinking that's b- directly b- at me. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and then the Saints run game, I guess, like it gets going and I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't – I think they're pissed and they got something to prove and – they probably won't do it, but just in case they do, I'm on their side. Okay, there you go. Will you talk now? Because I'm slowly Packers, into depression. Yeah, Pack, Packers going to run all over this. Uh, so, sorry, Saints fans and at Walsh Disney. I think that is a foul pick. Moving on to Monday Night Football, Chiefs at Ravens. The captain is the only one to go with the defending champions, the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, while Disney, Bales, and myself choose the Ravens. Um, I think the Chiefs got exposed last week at Walsh Disney. I think, um, you know, they are still a very good team, and I do not want to be Mr. Overreaction, which I very often am. Uh, (laughs) I... I just think that we saw some hiccups that we didn't see last year, and it's almost like we saw that they're humans. You know, they're 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 just a football team. This isn't like a, a band of God can bleed. Exactly, and I think the Ravens' defense, um, both sides of the ball, are just in, in, incredible. So um, I'm that's why I'm choosing the Ravens. How about how about yourself? I chose the Ravens. I I think the major issue we saw last week with the Chiefs is that really all season they've looked kind of bored, like sleep, sleepwalking through everything. Um, and I, on the flip side, the Ravens look like they've got something to prove. And I don't think the Chiefs are ready. I don't think any team can just flip it from bored to the ultra-intensity that I think the Ravens are going to come with. Because I, I think that the Chiefs have the higher upside than the Ravens. The Ravens have the better overall roster, but I think right now the the difference will be the intensity that the Ravens bring, the 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 hunger of like I don't know, all of this is like kind of coach speak. But like that but it, it honestly does play a little bit of a factor when you've already proven the Chiefs like oh we're the Super Bowl champs and they look yeah. kind of sleepy. It's hard to be like no, we gotta keep keep going when the Ravens haven't done anything, and they're like, we gotta earn it for the for the first time. Yep. So I think this will be a statement game for the Ravens. Yeah. Okay, there it is. That's one thing in a winner. That is week three picks and one reaction and some results. But now, before we get out of here, real quickly, every week we like to end our show by helping you out and potentially even hurting ourselves based on the listeners and some of the people that we're in leagues with by helping you out in fantasy football. No one cares! But y'all don't say that. I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. There you go. Thank you, sir. There you go. There you go. There you go. go. So some fantasy football talk for you. We start with uh, the injury report. Here are the people that are out. McCaffrey, probably already knew that one. Henry Ruggs, now out. Michael Thomas has been confirmed out, although it was kind of most likely known he was out. Jalen Rager, out again. 
Jimmy G, George Kittle, Raheem Mostert, Tevin Coleman, all of them out on the uh, offensive side of the ball for the for the 49ers. James White, not injured, but out again after the tragedy he had last week. Thoughts up to him. A.J. Brown, not making his debut. Uh, Smooth said, said it earlier, Zach Moss out. Jamison Crowder out for the Jets. And Christian Kirk officially out for the... Cardinals. So, those are kind of some of the ones that maybe aren't as big or just happened today. So, hopefully, you listen to this and take them off of your starting roster. Questionable ones. How about Waller for the Raiders that we already talked about? Josh Jacobs for the Raiders that we talked about. Both of them questionable, although I would be surprised. I would be surprised if Josh Jacobs didn't play. I would be less surprised if Waller didn't play. Um, But there you go. Julio Jones. He's a game-time decision, so somebody you got to pay attention to there. Jerry Judy is another one. He is is, is uh, questionable right now, um, so pay attention to him. He'll probably be more towards the game as well. And then doubtfuls, Philip Lindsay for this week and Devontae Adams is doubtful. Uh, probably both game-time decisions there, which is the worst thing to hear in fantasy football is a game-time decision. The best thing to hear in fantasy football, is that a player has done very well. And players that we think will do very well, or else I think, and we'll see if Smooth agrees, players with good matchups this week. How about, we talked about him earlier, Devin Singletary. Now that Zach Moss is out, he will again, just like last year, be the lead back for the Bills um, and get a much bigger work role. Corey Davis of the Titans going up against the Vikings' young secondary. With A.J. Brown out, he is still the number one. He's had big weeks the first two weeks with A.J. Brown out. Miles Sanders for the Eagles. The Bengals' defense is terrible. We might have taken them, but they're awful. And if they just (laughs) hand the ball off and let Miles Sanders work a little bit, he should have a big week. Um, Naeem Hines. Last week he was, I think, on the bad matchup list. This week he's on the good matchup list because he's playing the Jets. And, uh, unfortunately, Marlon Mack went out with an injury. Um, Terry, autocorrect, but Terry McLaurin um, has a good matchup against the Browns without Denzel Ward. I think he'll be opened up a little bit. And then Tyler Boyd uh, against the Eagles secondary. Probably a pretty good matchup there. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if Burrow threw it 63 times this week. (laughs) So, any of you, you agree with or disagree with there? I like I like the McLaurin, I like the uh, um, Naheem Hines, and um, like we talked about earlier, the Devin Singletary. I think he's just going to get such a volume, and they're going to have so many goal line options. I think this week or goal line chances this week that uh, I think he's going to come up with a nice little uh, fantasy outing for those who uh, are getting home to Devin Singletary. Uh, Singletary. Yeah. Bad matchups, just two this week. Joe Mixon, uh, obviously going up against the Eagles, who have a good defensive line, although they haven't really played like it this year. Good defensive line. The Bengals have a terrible offensive line. He's been slow starts where he's just kind of like garbage time, trying to get some points. So I don't think Mixon has a great matchup almost any week this year, but especially this week. And then Will Fuller, last week, zero points. Zero points. Um, And now he goes up against Pittsburgh, so it's not going to get any better for him. So another bad week for Will Fuller. Doesn't mean you can't start them, especially with Joe Mixon. Just means lower the points a bit and maybe think about not starting Will Fuller. Yeah, yeah, think about that. Yeah. Okay, well, that is episode 128. Um, Things you can look forward to. Here's one. Starting next week... We are going to have a NFL reaction show. It will come out later on Tuesdays. It will be me and the captain. Uh, and basically we'll just go through the weekend's games. After Monday, we will dissect everything on Tuesday, kind of take it all in, get, our, get some uh, points ready on Tuesday, and get that out to you in the evening. So look for that. It will wrap up everything about your favorite team or the favorite game that you watched or maybe you missed some stuff because you're watching Red Zone the whole time. Well, we'll get you back out with it. 
Other than that. Love it. Thank you. Other than that, find us on Twitter at bold underscore nonsense. Bold underscore nonsense. Um, and we have been, I mean, last week was a little bit slower. Um, you know, I, I, I was busy with family stuff. So I couldn't get to watch as much football as I wanted to. But we will be hitting Twitter pretty hard, especially during Sundays. Uh, nice. And then Instagram, bold.nonsense, where you can get some other, other cool stuff, stories. You'll see Smooth and I golfing every once in a while. It's a good time. So bold.nonsense is where you find us on Instagram. Email us at boldnonsensepodcast at gmail.com. Oh, I, thought that was, I thought that was very well done. Appreciate it. Thank you. Very I practice my reads. I have I have a couple lines on this show, and I need to execute them. <laughs> well, you do. You do every time that you're actually here. Expect the, show, <laughs> <laughs> expect the show on Saturdays, usually pretty early in the morning. Um, find it, iTunes, Spotify. Those are the best places. We ask you. No. We beg you. No. We pray. We advise. We pray to... Ooh, I like that. It's got some threat to it. We advise you. To rate and review the show, if you're listening. It takes almost no effort and potentially saves you from much more effort. Just leave it there. Okay, let's get let's, let's say bye to the people. Uh, this is still smooth. Thank you very much for allowing me to be with you during our episode 128 at Walt Disney. It was a great, great episode. Senseless. Much love. All right. Uh, I'm at Walt Disney. If you love it, then love us. Um, you know, just have a good one. Another great week. Enjoy the fact that this week is over. This work week, at least Smooth and I are going to. It's been kind of a, not a downer, but kind of just a blah one. We were talking before yeah. the pod. It's just kind of a blah one, so... Glad to get into the weekend, but with that, this is the Bold Nonsense Podcast. This is episode 128. This is your invitation to stay safe and rate and review or else. See me let the threat hang in the air like that. Or else, dot, dot, dot. That's mob moves. That's mob moves. And this, mob moves. And this is your invitation to stay senseless. Just kidding. We never hurt you. We love you. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Thank you very little. I hate goodbyes. It's over. Go home. Go. Go.